five, four, three, two. All right. So I'm back and I'm refreshed. Um, stop. What I, I want to talk about. about and that snack idea. Oh. Oh. You know, you all know what? ASM, you know what? WXYZ, what do they call that thing? When you make <laughs> noises. <laughs> when you make noises. I'm all about that today, uh, you guys. <laughs> well, you know what I find interesting? That what? Since fall has came, all I see is pumpkin spice everything. Like, I was Man. in Georgia, I saw, I saw pumpkin spice donuts. Pumpkin spice pancake bisque, pumpkin spice uh, Cheerios. I didn't even oh, know they made pumpkin those. spice Cheerios. Like, is that a new thing? Like, what's up with the pumpkin spice overload this year? Mm, you know, like, I think that people I, are trying to jump on a bad wagon that I think that, like, they should have jumped on, like, years ago. Right? Mm. Like, Starbucks had that PS pumpkin spice down. Like, you knew yeah, it was falling. They, like, you saw those signs. I've yet to meet yeah. a pumpkin spice lover. I'm saying, like, I don't know anybody who's like, oh, my God, I just love pumpkin spice. I can't wait. I want like, the I donuts, the pancakes, right and everything. <laughs> right. Like, like I just, And I just I'll want tell right you, now. I'm really into, like, maple and cinnamon and, like, spices. But when I eat a pumpkin spice, like, when I tasted that, I was mortified about how sweet it was and disgusting. Like, I yeah. apologize if I'm offending anybody out there, but your girl <laughs> likes sugar in her coffee, so don't get me wrong. But when you start adding those creamers and things in your coffee, that's when I can't do it. So right. don't get me wrong. Like, I eat ice cream every day and add a little coffee. The point of it is, is that stuff just, I felt like I had an instant toothache. Yeah, because it's like when I think of pumpkin spice, I think it's not, I don't think of it like super, super sweet and sugary. I think of it like, okay, got some like cinnamon in there or a mm-hmm. spicy type of, you know, flavor or taste to it. And I don't, I don't get that in the pumpkin. Like it's like sugar overload. It's like they took the pumpkin puree and just was like, forget the cinnamon and the spice. I don't know. <laughs> they were understand. like, seven parts. I mean, there's even pumpkin spice creamer, which I understand that, you know, but. Yeah, I think that's needed for the ones who can't, like, who don't need to be going. Because I'm sorry, I haven't stepped foot in a Starbucks in about, mm, mm, I don't even know the last time. Maybe Christmas last year. I'm not going to lie. I wish I was exaggerating. But I support my locals in many ways. But I also buy coffee at this local cupcake spot, spot in Renton. Shout out to them because I absolutely am obsessed with. What's their the name? Spot. Common ground cupcakes. Hey, Yo, you guys, ground cupcakes. I do not like chocolate cupcakes, but she made a, well, first of all, she personalizes mine because now <laughs> they make them as you get there. <laughs> oh, we don't make it till you order it, cupcakes? You're right. I was like, hey. oh, she was like, do you want to try something new? And I was like, okay. She goes, what if I do, what if I do chocolate? Because she had like vanilla with like um, caramel frosting. And I was like, no, 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 let's mix it up do chocolate and then put the, the buttercream frosting on there and then glaze it with the, with the caramel. Cause it's a caramel, like dolce leche, like topping. Yeah. Oh my God. I just, I just, I just laid down and just my body was taken in. And then I came back to life. It was, 
It was a whole nother experience I never thought I would ever fall for. It was so good. And then she made the cookie dough. <laughs> like, I just can't. They're, it's, they're so good. They're so mm, good. I'm going to have to go try that. And don't be trying to bring the whole mm. family because that's like my low-key spot. So, you know, but I love right. them. I, I don't need them to shut down because y'all can't. I don't need them shut down because y'all can't stay home. Take it to go. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah. I have, let's see, has I, have I seen, oh, my sister the other day made fried catfish in the oven Ooh. and asparagus fries. And I've never yeah. tried either. Like, I've always had catfish traditionally with it, when it's fried, and but it was so good. You wouldn't have think it, thought it was made in an oven. And wow. she still did it the same way with the cornmeal and the egg, but she just, I don't, she, it baked and it just, it was good. I loved it. It was really delicious. And what else did I try this weekend? Um, Didn't you mention some asparagus fries? Let me talk yes, about the asparagus fries. I'm not a big asparagus, like I'll eat asparagus, but it just has a weird really? taste to me. But yeah, it was interesting though. She, what did she do? She, she put it in the egg and then she tossed it in, I think it was like panko and yeah. Parmesan cheese. And then she put those in the oven too. You know, I mean, I've my nephew loved them. Before. Man, and what, did you not like it, or you did like it, even though you don't like it? I liked, I liked it with that because it gave it more flavor. Okay. Asparagus uh, is so very I, bland on its own. So I was gonna say, to you me. know what? I made this super easy, simple asparagus meal. It literally, I took butter and I'm not lying I massage the asparagus like I'm like you massage a turkey during Thanksgiving like you got to get in there you know and then I took oh, olive man. oil and massaged it and then I put salt and pepper and I baked it I baked it at like 425 for I think maybe seven to ten minutes depending on your um your oven oh my god I had that every week for like two months it's mm. my favorite thing in the world. It's so simple. It's so easy, but it crisps up the asparagus. It's not your normal, like, I used to boil it. I don't even know what that means. It's all about baking. Right. right. What is that, huh? Yeah. Like what other healthy like snacks do you like? Oh, what other so healthy I'm snacks healthy. have you came across? So one of the things that I recently got was the Cali the, the California, the cauliflower round discs. I'm going to say that that's probably not their name. It's almost like a crust and people probably, mm -hmm. I bought, I bought it at Trader Joe's because they're just like small discs. And I think there's two of them in there and I'm cutting them up and I'm just going to bake them. So it gives it like a crisp, but I'm going to add a Parmesan to like your sister did. I'm going to add a Parmesan on one side so that it'll kind of be like, you bite into it and it'll have that crispy crunch, but you'll still have the cheese. And then you can dip it in um, pizza sauce if you want. So that's how I'm going to serve it um, to my friends this week. And that's going to be like one of our appetizers. And that, that I was like, Ooh, that's good. My other new, new, new favorite thing is they have these, and I don't know if they're healthy, but it's bomb garlic non crackers from Trader Joe's and you dip it in. Mm. I think it's called tabula. It's T A B L E A U H hummus. It has, like, chunks yeah. of, like, carrot in there. It has chunks of peppers, like, subtle. Like, don't think it's going to be crazy. But you, like, eat it. It's like what you would get, like, in halafel or you get, like, in a, a gyro, you know. And um, oh. But they made it in a hummus. It is fabulous. So when I'm kind of craving something, I go for that. And then my new, this is obviously healthy. 
It's a crispy wafer with creamy peanut butter in the inside, and you dip it in a raspberry filling. Oh, my gosh. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that they've created as a snack. And what the snack is, remember back in the day when you had Cheez-Its, and then you would have, yes. like, the cracker? Yeah. No, no, no. I lied. Not cheese. It was I like apologize. cheese. It was like cheese dip with the cracker, and you, you yeah. spread it. Or then sometimes with, they had the breadstick, the, so you could just dip it. Yes. 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 Dunkers. Anybody knows Dunkers? Like these are all oh things my that God. are and If you're too old, I'm, I'm too young. I'm, I apologize if you don't know what I'm talking about. Google. I it. love Dunkers. Oh, Dunkers were so bomb. So they took that same concept and created it's adult peanut butter and jelly snack. You got to get it. So I'm on my third mm. box from Trader Joe's oh, gosh. because every day, every day, and I kid you not, every day I'm like, ooh, I really want something sweet. Well, maybe every other day. I don't really know. I'm not keeping track. But the point of it is on my third box. I think it has maybe four, eight of them in there, which is a lot. But, you know, yeah. I, I put them in my bag, like, when I'm, like, out and about on the weekends. I want a snack. Um, I've been really, really into that. So my other favorite snack, like, like Casey's other snack that I've been doing is I am I love this. And I got this today at Crater Joe's. But you take heirloom tomatoes and you cut them up, dice them up pretty chunky. And they have this new organic Spanish olive oil that they carry at Trader Joe's and you like you put it on there you toss it with a little bit of salt and pepper in a bowl get it going mm-hmm. and you take mm-hmm. chunks of the fresh chive goat cheese it's like it comes in a log but I just like cut off little 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 pieces and I kind of dollop it all around and you actually um dice up some well I slice up jalupi like jalupi I don't know how you say it it's like sliced up basil so you kind of just kind of spread that around and you toss it in the olive oil and the salt yeah, I, I do use Himalayan salt, actually, for this. I was like, do I use regular salt? I do use Himalayan salt, so I've been switching it up. And I eat that for my meals almost every other day. And I will tell you right now, with me working out, plus those salads every other day for lunch, because I, I don't really eat lunch, but it's like a snack for me. You guys, this is so good. <laughs> and I actually have to say, I got it from Rough Draft, another shout-out. Um, they make amazing pop-up food joints. They do it on Mondays at Ridgewood um, out in Finney Ridge. But they also do Friday in Berrien's. They do, like, burgers. But they made this, and I recreated it. And it is the best salad you will ever taste. It's so fresh and delicious. And that's my new jam. I probably eat it. Yeah, literally, I think sometimes I'll eat it, like, twice a day. <laughs> like, Ooh. I don't know if you can have tomatoes that many times, but I do. <laughs> I think you can. I actually um, just discovered that uh, they carry little snack cups of olives, mm. black olives. Oh so gosh. I have been really on those. Like they come in a four pack. They're in. They're not in the refrigerator section. They're in the same aisle that you would get canned olives from. And yeah. I, I've just been eating them like, like that's my mm. go-to snack, especially on the go and on the run. I love olives so. I can always. And there's I, a green I will eat a olive, whole. Right? There's green olives too. I don't know. I mean, green olives. The black ones. I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. There's black olives, and they have whole ones, and then they have now they have sliced cups. So it's like sliced olives in the cup, but they're so good, and I, I love them because they're a go-to snack. I can on the go when I'm out and about at work and stuff. I just open it, eat it, and be done with it. And I love olives, so I can never get too many of them. I don't know if you, you can know, get. Can you get? Can some not? Is that too much? Like. Is there so much, such a thing as eating too many olives and it doesn't do anything for you? Or? 
You know, I think it's because of the TMI situation about what would happen, maybe your boo-boo. But I think other than that, you're going to be just fine. I mean, as the medical uh, advisor that I am in my body, I don't think I'm still for it. You know, I I believe that the things that we are consuming multiple times a day are going to be completely fine. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with a little olive on the side with a little slice of tomatoes, you know. know? Right, like, you, you, you know, these people out here eating Chick-fil-A every day and eating, like, you know, like, things that are not good for you. So I feel like we're going to be just fine, you know. Um, Right. (laughs) So one of the things that actually is funny is I legitimately will not eat spaghetti unless I have my olives. Like, I will run to the store if I don't have (laughs) them. And get olives. You're like, should I bring olives with me for having spaghetti? Should I bring my own olives? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, if I go to somebody's house, I'll be like, okay, it was good. But, like, in my mind, I'd be like, wish it was olives. Yeah. Oh, so the weirdest thing, well, it's weird to me. Have you ever heard or seen somebody put sugar on their spaghetti? Oh, so I actually was going to say that. So when people you make lasagna that? and they don't have sugar in it, I think that's weird. My mom makes it and she puts sugar in it and that shit is the best. She makes the best lasagna in the entire no, world. No, no. I, like <laughs> I don't mean like you put it in there and then you make it like it's already made and you take it and you go get the sugar and sprinkle it on top. Okay, now we have something new. Okay, that's that must be some of that a new kind of thing. Not millennial. Yeah, what this, are you talking about over here? I don't know. <laughs> I've seen people do that and somebody's like, I can't have spaghetti without sugar and I'm like, what? That's so, so I need to hear this whole spaghetti sugar yep. thing. So I need you guys to find up in that message to, I need to hear about this. What is it <laughs> about need, the spaghetti and where'd you get I just that like from? the salty Yeah. Like is it the salty wow. food thing? I don't know. I haven't tried it. But I want to hear from somebody who likes to put sugar on their spaghetti. Like, I want to hear about that. Um, so yeah, you know, all these maybe I'm too, I got maybe a, I'm now I got a list of snacks. Weed, but that's crazy. <laughs> now I knew. I know that sounds like somebody who like smoked weed and was like, "This is bomb." And <laughs> people just ran with it. Like, they were like, "Was that crazy. THC?" No, honey, it was mixed. Okay, well, let's just pass me the salt, anyways. Okay, well, how about the sugar? That works too. Ooh, this is kind of right. good. <laughs> right. So yeah, you know, I'm gonna have. To, I got a list now. I'm gonna try some of these snacks because they're definitely delicious. But you know, um, just go up and down the streets of Trader Joe's, and you'll just fill your card up. I have a couple people who who actually tag me when they go to Trader Joe's, and they were like, "Damn you, always getting me, getting me stuck here in Trader Joe's." <laughs> like, listen, like, hey, all good stuff. Oh my God, I have to tell you what I bought today. Okay, what? I haven't tried what? them yet, so next week I'll have to tell you guys how they are. But well, I mean, I guess I could try them for the show, but they're jalapeno mango apple fruit snacks. I don't know, but you should give them to your kids because it sounds like it makes sense. I've had, jalapeno, I've had jalapeno mango salsa, so I don't, I don't ooh, ooh, that sounds kind of good. Bomb. This smells Yeah, it was, it was good. Another ASMR, SM&W, XYZ. These are fruit snacks, you guys. Oh, gosh. So, um, I want to talk. We're gonna get a little serious here, guys, because I feel like we have a we have a platform, 
And with all the crazy stuff happening, it's a very important election year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I took the opportunity of watching the debates. Um, I believe it was Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. When, Tuesday or Wednesday. But um, it was on Wednesday, actually, yep, because the playoffs weren't that day. It was they, the playoffs started today on the finals, I mean. So um, NBA finals, if nobody knows. Um, but anyways, so I watched it because, you know, I feel like that um, – I don't know about other people, but I refuse to vote without being informed. I don't – I don't like to vote blind. I don't believe in the let's just vote to get them out. Um, I think every vote should be an educated vote. And um, unfortunately, it sucks because, like, the voter pamphlets and the things that we get that explain the things we're voting on, it's not written at a, a grade level where most people can comprehend. It's uh, the average grade reading level, I believe, is eighth grade, and they put it at a college level, high school, college level reading. Um, so, it sucks because people are, you know, uneducated and they go into the polls uneducated and like people don't know that there's more than one presidential, more than the two presidential candidates that we see on the debate. But um, I would like to recap this for people who did not get to watch it because it was quite the reality show. I I had to decompress from that. Like, it reminded me, I thought I was watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. I thought I was watching a reality show reunion hosted by Andy Cohen. And, (laughs) like, it was the craziest. I feel like a lot of people, including the two presidential candidates, left more confused than ever. Um. But it was interesting. So they have a platform. The format, I believe, is terrible because it was six 15-minute segments. Um, the host made, or the mediator, he made up the questions and each topic. So none of the, the candidates were able to see the questions things beforehand. So it's off the top of their heads. Um, they had two minutes to each answer the question, and then the rest was an open discussion for the rest of the segment. Um, there was no noise allowed. Nobody could cheer. Nobody could boo. The only time they were able to clap was when people came out. There's no commercial oh. breaks. So imagine oh, no commercial was... breaks of, How long was of that? retarded shit. It was uh, an hour and 39 minutes, so 90, roughly know. about 99 minutes. So then, and then I believe they needed a better mediator because Trump, I mean, they just, it, nobody could get a word in edgewise, not even the person hosting the debate. Um, the open discussion just was horrible. They need somebody kind of facilitating that or turning off mics or whatever the case may be because it was like people could barely – the topics that were discussed and things never – I feel like they weren't answered because they were too busy trying to talk over each other and argue. So – it was quite interesting. If you get a chance, it's on YouTube. Watch it. You'll be like, this is debauchery at its finest, and this is what our world has come to. So they went over um, one topic was the Supreme – the first topic was the Supreme Court, and the guy asked, why are you right and the opponent's wrong? Because um, everybody know RBG just died. R.I.P. Yeah. to RBG. Um, she was a very, she was, she was essential in a lot of 
um, laws and things that are passed as far as women's rights, minorities, things like that. She she fought the good fight till she died. So, um, you know, and she gave her suggestion of who she wanted to succeed her, and Trump pretty much is deciding against that. And so his explanation was, we won the election so we can choose who we want and we have the right to do it. Traditionally, when a Supreme Court judge dies or steps down, they choose their successor. And traditionally, the House, the President, Congress, government is supposed to um, acknowledge that and let that be the successor. But Trump decided he didn't want to do that. He wanted to put a Republican, another Republican into that seat. And um, so it's just, it's unfortunate in that part. Um, And then, you know, Biden was saying that, you know, the people should have a right to vote on who they want to fill that seat, which I do agree on. And because, mm-hmm. but since we're in an important election year, we're unable to mm-hmm. vote for that. And um, right. then he went off on a tangent of the Affordable Care Act because that's a big issue with the Supreme Court. So if nobody knows, the Supreme Court makes or breaks our laws. The House pushes a law, the Supreme Court decides if they're going to pass it or not. So yeah. this was about the Affordable Care Act that Obama enacted when he was in office. And um, Trump is trying to, he says he's trying to make it better, but from what it sounds like, he's, he's going to completely, he wants to completely get rid of it. And so that's a big issue because whoever is in that Supreme Court seat will be the deciding factor on how Obamacare plays out. And which sucks because that will wipe out, if, if Trump, proposal goes through, it'll wipe out 20 million people who are on Obamacare now with, pre, with, with you know, who can't afford health care otherwise or don't work at a place where they can get health care. Um, a lot of our children, in Washington especially, are on the Obamacare because children in Washington get free health care until 18. So um, it, it's a very touchy subject. It's a huge subject because it will affect a lot of people in this country. Um, and so that went on to the healthcare segment of it, and um, I found out that well, the, the host, the mediator, said that Trump signed an executive order to cover pre-existing conditions um, five days before the debate. So it's kind of questionable. Like, are you doing it because you really wanted to do it, or you, did you do it because the debate's coming up and you wanted to have a good look? So it's very um, interesting. He also talked about cutting drug prices, and he's going with a different company um, other than Big Pharma because Big Pharma has dominated our pharmaceutical business for years. Um, and he, his quote was, he's cutting the cost, he's going with a different company, and they're so cheap, it's like water. They're so cheap. That's what so, he said? Yeah, that's what he said, word for word. Um. The next section Wait, was, was the, just making sure it I over, he said what was cheap. <laughs> the the company that he's gonna replace Big Pharma with. Okay. Yeah. Well, very interesting. Yeah. Um. So then they went on to COVID, and you know because that's 
what's going on in the world, and he said, why should the American public trust you against your opponent? So um, Trump went on blaming China and basically said, well, you guys didn't want to close the country, and that's why we're infected, because China, China, China. And he brought up a lot of China, and so um, it was really interesting. It was a lot of blaming. You did this, you did that, and then he quoted Dr. Fauci, 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 whatever. I think Dr. Fauci is a crack of shit anyway, but um, he quoted him as a reputable source (laughs) to defend his argument. Um, talking about Dr. Fauci, Fauci, whatever the hell his name is, said that he, that we are, we should be going back to normal soon, pretty much. Like, I don't know about that, but okay. And then he also said that they're weeks away from getting a vaccine, which I'm not sure how true that is, because most healthcare workers are saying we probably won't see a vaccine until summer 2021. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because Trump swore that it'll be weeks away from the vaccine and already set up and ready to go. I'm not sure how. Uh, we'll see, I guess. And then Biden said that um, he actually had plans laid out for the COVID, um, you know, what they wanted to do in March and in July, and his plans were ignored. And so... They debated over, you wanted to keep the country closed, you want to keep it open for monetary gain, you this, you that, blah, 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 back and forth. Like, literally, that's what it sounded like the whole time. And so Mm -hmm. then they talked about the future of the country as far as, like, vaccines and COVID and how we're going to recover from this economy because the economy, if people don't know, we're actually in a recession right now. Like, our economy is not that great because of COVID. And so... They talked about, you know, rebuilding, um, you know, our economy, which both of them had really good points about it. Um, The one thing I will point out that kind of rubbed me and and hit a nerve was Trump's refusal to denounce white supremacy. Um, Mm. He, the mediator, asked about uh, his poor boy, his proud poor boy. They should be called poor boys. Proud boy comment. There's a group called Proud Boys that are, uh, they, you know, feed off white, they, it's white supremacy, it's a white supremacist group. And he didn't denounce white supremacy or anything like that. So it's kind of weird because, well, it, it just rubs people the wrong way because it's like we have a president who isn't condemning white supremacy or saying it's not, it's something that he's not saying it's a problem in our country. Wow. He's not he's not saying he's refusing to acknowledge white supremacy because if he does then he has to do something about it. And I don't think Well, I mean I think that goes back to like people just are like, "Oh, I I I didn't really think it was a thing or I didn't really notice it or like my friends are coming to me and being like, "Oh, this shit this is actually a problem. I never really got into it until I educated myself about what was going on." Ask questions, be more about it, get out there, be more active, learn, read, uh, yeah. find out the history. It's, you know, it takes only for for being the, and unfortunately I have to say that, um, you know, I'm kind of sidetracked here only because I, I didn't actually watch it. Um, this was a day of my uh, no screen time. So, uh-huh. you know, I'd hear oh, to girl, my, you would have been uh, confused. 
Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I was, yeah, right. So one thing is, would you ever get a renovation done in your home without actually um, looking into samples and whatnot or looking into uh, quotes? And that is no. And the reason why I bring that up is because that's saying that we have a healthcare system coming in or, or somebody is going to say that we have uh, suitable people to take care of something, but we need to more, know more about facts and details. We need to know about uh, these, these things that you're going to start doing for us. You can't, we don't change anything as I am part of the board committees and whatnot. We don't change anything in our condominium until we know everything and everybody has asked questions about the thing. So you can't be just uh-huh. changing things. You can't be just, going around saying this is going to be the best because that's what the people want to know. But I understand how these things go. How they go yes. is they're going to keep it short and sweet, little information, the best, and so forth. Second, right? would you – you were the most powerful man in the U.S. and we're blaming another country, which, in my opinion, you have a lot of control over. Mm-hmm. So why are we putting blame on others? So that's me. Speaking out 100% there. Uh, and then also. Yeah, and then he, he proceeded to say, I've done more in 47 months than you did in 47 years as a governor. And Biden was like, Well, I wasn't a president. So that's the difference. Yeah, like your gov- you can only do so much with your state. I'm sure he, he governs his state well, but he can't change the country from the governor's seat. If he could, he probably would have oh. changed some more things. And not only right. that, like, you kind of have to look at it like he's over here saying, like, the doctor's over here saying that we'll be back I- soon. Okay, hold up. We're all divided as countries right now. Florida's acting right. out, having parties every other weekend. Arizona can't even get their ass together and figure it out. And you got Washington over here where people think, people do not believe in eastern Washington that this is a thing. A, because of the people who they support, but that's a whole nother story. But I'm really looking at it like two different ways here is that if you think it's fake and you don't believe it, well, then I think you should probably read about some stories who people have actually died from this, who physically have died from this, not because they put on their death certificate that they died from this, because that's also the bullshit. And that's the reason why these people are thinking this. But this is real. Wear your mask so we can get through this. Mm-hmm. But I also mm-hmm. don't believe we're going to get through this in the next six months which is also why no. corporations have over 20,000 employees have pushed out for people to come into office in July of 2021. They obviously yep. are, are they reading something different? Cause I don't know what he thinks we're doing. And maybe he's speaking of the white house. I don't know what he's speaking of. I don't know who's going to be going back to normal, what states he thinks is going to go back to normal. But if I remember correctly, the state of Washington, one of the doctors had said, Unless we are doing three to four cases a week or getting down to that, we ain't going mm-hmm. back to I know a lot of you are feeling like me and can't wait to get back out and enjoy socializing. And with the weather changing, now is a great time to revamp your spring and summer wardrobe. I found this great clothing boutique that fits my eclectic style. Sugarfoot Shootique carries fashionable statement pieces such as tees, shoes, eyewear, handbags, and jewelry guaranteed to bring a little zhuzh to your personal style. I know I can't wait to rock my Mental Health Matters tea. So head over to shopsugarfoot.com and take advantage of the $9.99 statement tea sale going on now. Nothing. Mind you, the, the numbers are increasing because they said there's going to be another spike in October because now it's flu season. So now you don't know if you have COVID or the flu. So, 
Definitely. I have allergies, and I'm dying, and I don't know if I got the flu either. I'll have allergies, so I'm definitely going to COVID soon. <laughs> right. I can sneeze. Look, I have allergies, and I can sneeze and clear a whole aisle. <laughs> they For sure. But My yeah, but that, <laughs> right. So that was the first of our presidential debates. Um, there are more to come. Um just so you guys know, we're, we're a little bit, we're, now we're 30 days out about. So, um, yeah. please, just educate yourself, read all the articles mm-hmm. you can. Um, don't feed into what the media is saying because media likes to paint things a certain way. Just take the information that you're reading from that article and, and that's important to you and, and take that. Leave the fluff and the drama away from your decision. Like, we need to have an informed decision and not an emotional decision. A lot of people are making emotional decisions. Based on, based on what we've been going through and the climate of the country, but we need to make sound, reasonable decisions. Like I said, there's more than one presidential candidate, guys. There's a, a libertarian named Joe Jorgensen who's amazing, and she's unfortunately they have her limited where she's only showing up in 39 states on their ballot. So if she's hmm. not on there and you and you go research her and you feel that she's the one that is going to best lead this country, write her in. Like all she needs is people to write her in and vote for her 5% to get her in that running to become a president, to get her on the platform with Trump and Joe. So, you know, you might say I'm might it might sound biased, but I'm just saying educate yourself, know all of your candidates and who you're voting for. You know, um, the next vice, the first vice presidential debate is October 7th, y'all, so mark your calendars. That's going to be an important one because I believe that the vice presidents probably do more for this country than the president, presidents do. Um, so definitely uh, tune into that because Pence and Kamala Harris, that's going to be a, a very great debate. Um I like Kamala Harris personally. I, I've heard things, heard, you know, all I can say is every politician has done some sh- fucked up shit, so we can't hold them against that. Like, yeah. we can't hold them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't hold that against them because, or keep from voting for them because they've done fucked up shit. And, like, they all have. Like, Joe is not clean either. Like, you know, they try. I don't. I haven't heard anything about Obama when he's like the only thing they could try to say is he wasn't a, a, a citizen and that he smoked weed, which nobody really cares about. <laughs> but you know, he's done things in his presidency that I could. I agree that weren't the best for us either. So, like I said, we can't hold discretions. Like I said, we need to get the emotional factor out because. All of our politicians are politics is fucked up. Period. It's corruption. It's conniving, it's throwing somebody on their bus, it's being sneaky. That's what politicians do, unfortunately. And until we mm-hmm. clean up this old system, that's what we're going to have to deal with. So just please educate yourselves and vote. Tune into the next vice presidential debate, October 7th, and just just educate yourselves. That's the most important part, especially, too, on our state level. We have a lot of initiatives, and even our governor and our, our, our state politicians it's an important year for them too and a lot of initiatives that are going to go through that are really going to affect us tax wise cost wise and everything else so make sure that you are really in your state looking at that too looking at what you got to vote for on the state level don't just leave that out because you're focused on the president's election right now 
So, um, yeah, it was just very interesting. Watch it. If you get a chance, just make sure you have plenty of snacks and drinks, popcorn maybe, because it's a show. It's entertainment for sure. And um, just let me know. I want to hear what other people thought about the presidential debate. I actually posted – I want to hear more, but I posted on my Facebook just a discussion about it, and I would like to read what some people have said um, really quickly. I And I think, I, like, just, like, we do want to hear what people are saying, and we do want people to get educated, but we also want people to, like, provide us stuff and thoughts and resources and maybe links and yes, stuff. That, that would be amazing. There's, we we need to source this stuff around. I do want to mention that um, Obama actually had talked about voting and making sure and making sure you understand the reason yeah. for voting, why it's important, why we have um, women and men of color, for those of you out there and our listeners who are that, making sure that we, we fill that gap. We, our system has shown that statistically we have a gap and it's big. I hope uh-huh. and I pray that everybody is registered voters. Every person yes. that I sent out that Obama um, Instagram, and I have it, I can send it so we can post it up, no problem, so you can watch it and listen to it. Even if you love him or don't love him, you still should listen to it. It's very informative. Uh-huh. And I think that this is something that even listen, listening to the Obama, to Michelle Obama's book recently, because that's what I, I used as an audio last month for part of my reading. And she said that before she even started as a president, He actually was, this is what he got involved in. He's very passionate about filling the gaps for um, men and women of color who do not vote and how to help them and provide resources and get out and speak to people and get out into the community of South Chicago and really talk to people who who weren't. And then that's when he started, uh, I think when he was running for governor also too, he started doing that. So like at the end of the day, like, he knows a lot about this, and so I feel like this is very educational, and it just kind of helps you. Um, yes. If you didn't register to vote, I I wish you could feed, give me feedback. I would love yes. to know so, why you Right. We would love to know why you're not registering to vote. Um, so just really quick, like you said, yeah, it's very important because they're also doing um, – they will be – there's different tactics that they're doing to keep people from voting, like shutting down the mail, mail-in ballots and um, voter intimidation when people are going to the polls. So, you know, they're trying to make, they're trying to take voting polls out of districts. So people have to drive hours to go vote. Um, mm-hmm. So just please make sure like you are, you're diligent. You're going to get up, make it a, if you got to drive an hour, do it. It's worth it because you cannot sit back and not do it and then complain about the outcome of the election when right. it comes time. You didn't do your part. So um, just so you guys know, the registration dead, election day is November 3rd. So like I said, we're a little over 30 days out. Registration deadlines online. You can register online until October 26th. You can register by mail. It has to be received by the 26th. Or you can register in person the day of election. Um, absentee ballot deadlines must yep. be postmarked by November 3rd. Um, if you return them in person, they need to be returned by November 3rd by 8 p.m. your time. Um, early voting starts October 16th to November 3rd, and you have to look into see um, where you, what county you're in, district you're in, um, dates and hours where you can go vote for those. 
So just so you know, if you need to update an existing voter registration, you have to October 26th to do that. So mark that on your calendar if you need to do it. Um, you can also, like I said, you can also register to vote in person on Election Day if you can't get there by the 26th of October, but make sure you do. Um, Facebook has so many Facebook, Instagram, all your social media platforms has a prompt for you to click there and see if you're registered and to do it. So there's no excuse. You go on <laughs> I sound like the dude right. on the commercial. You're on social media all the time anyway. So go on there, mm-hmm. click that little link, make sure you're registered. It takes maybe two seconds out of your time because you're going to be scrolling mindlessly for probably two more hours anyway. So just do yep. it. And then you're yep. done. And, and then we can all vote and you can't say that you didn't do your part. So yep. I think it's really important. Just keep in mind, guys, just vote, vote logically, vote with education, vote with what you think will be the best for your community and your country. And, yep. you know, they say our vote matters. We'll see. We'll really, really for see. Sure. But I, I definitely would love if there's a, poli- a political expert or somebody who is in that industry that would love to come and talk with us because I do want to make sure that we educate our voters more. Please let us know. Um, I will always be doing my research and making sure that I give you guys at least a little tidbit of what's going on, um, at least on the presidential platform because I can't do every state, but um, I will do my due diligence because I don't want to, I don't want to do anybody a disservice if I have a platform. That is my serious tidbit, but um, we're going to wrap this up. So, Daisha, what do you got going on this weekend? Man, you know what? It's going to be a couple events that I'm going to be doing on Saturday and Sunday. I'm super excited. I'm just keeping it super intimate, couple friends, just hanging out, watching the Seahawks game at Ridgewood, up in Finney Ridge. So, definitely, if you're in the area and you want to get some some beer or alcohol, stop by them and support um, and then on Saturday, I'm making paella for the besties at the house. So oh. we have decided, every, like, well, almost every month, every other month, uh, one person hosts us at each other's house. And so it's my week, my month. And so I'm doing a paella. I'm making like a fall sangria. I'm making pumpkin um, cookies. So tomorrow I'm just going to go ham and just cook and prep and get everything ready. So they'll be over for dinner on Saturday. Nice. That sounds like a nice fun weekend. Um, what do I got going on? Just working. I have a wine tasting. She's not doing a bar this this time. Unfortunately, maybe I can talk her into it. <laughs> but doing a wine <laughs> tasting, and then just gonna watch the game on Sunday with with my family. And this is the relaxed weekend. There's really nothing to do. We're we're, we're amping up for next weekend because we have like. Three birthdays that whole weekend. Somebody has a birthday wow. every day next weekend. Yeah. Our family has a lot of October babies. A lot of Libras okay, in our family. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's all we're doing. But, um, yeah, so cheers to the weekend, guys. I hope everybody is having a great weekend and staying safe and wearing your masks. And if it's nice, please take advantage of the, the nice weather that we're going to have because it will be gone soon. So. Yeah. Cheers to y'all. Cheers, everybody. Cheers to you. Cheers to you, (laughs) Looking forward to a great season, too. Yeah, let's do it. Stay tuned, y'all. Have a great one. Stay tuned. See y'all later. Or talk to y'all later. Bye.